ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 254, and I'm your host, Andy Last. Welcome to the show. So we're in the middle of busy September, which is why the uh, the past few weeks of episodes have been uh, a slightly shorter than normal, but we are slowly getting things organized, and uh, I've ordered some equipment, and I'm trying to organize my uh, studio, aka living room. And now Twitch streaming set. But I still got to figure out the scheduling of all that. It's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, all right? I don't know if you've read the news, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, look, the point is, uh, we got some cool tracks to listen to. I've got some, uh, letters from, uh, listeners to read and, uh, Patreon supporters. And then, uh, later in the show, I'll be chatting with Dennis LaFunk, who has, uh, been on the show before. I think he was a guest DJ when we were doing the High Five. And, uh, today he's, uh, picking another five tracks. So it was good to, uh, check up on on him and see what he was up to and listen to some cool tunes. So let's get the show started and listen to some cool tunes. So here's one I thought was cool. This is from an artist called Earth Shifter and it's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, of course the Kings of the Pattersons. You know their names. Chris Dance, Robert D Bishop and Mike Shima. The Kings of the Pattersons. And uh, you know you guys are cool. I know you're cool and everybody else knows you're cool too. Anyways, let's uh, listen to this awesome song. This is Earth Shifter with Love Again.
And that was Love Again by Earthshifter, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, with the triple sixty-six-sixty-six-six, it's Jose Arbello. Jose Arbello. And with the 4488, Mr. Jacob Wick. I think uh, in the next few weeks, we're also going to be doing some more getting to know the uh, the Patreon segments as well. So I've, uh, I've sent out some messages to people to uh, pop on the show, and that is what we are going to do. So speaking of which, I got uh, a letter here from uh, Patreon supporter Zen Frazier. Fraser? Fraser. It's Fraser, right? Yeah, because I get confused because then there's Fraser Davidson, but then he says phrase and not the zh. Anyway, look, the point is... <laughs> All right, he says, uh, Hi, Andy, two questions and a comment. He says, uh, Can I please make a request? I know I'm not in the $25 club, but then again, recently you mentioned that barely anyone makes requests, and you seemed open to taking them from just anyone. Well, I'm just anyone. Be forewarned, though, I might keep sending requests if you accept them. He he he. Track three called Symphony 32X from the album Aurorium by Terra Genesis. This track channels the glory days of Sega Genesis 32X CD Saturn Sound. Think Streets of Rage, Virtual Cop, and the like. The whole album is killer, but this track in particular has been on repeat for me. Check it out. All right. I will check it out. I'm going to keep reading your letter, though. I'll throw, okay, I'll throw in your track. This is, this is how I say, you know, if you're in the $25 club, you can request songs. And if you're not in the $25 club, but you sneakily do what Zen Fraser just did and try to appeal to my good side, I'll say... Well, maybe I'll play your song. Maybe I'll play it at the end of the show. But the $25 patrons, they get the speedy treatment. Do you guys have speedy auto glass where you come from? Remember they used to have that trailer on TV where they would show like the cracked windshield and they would put like a suction cup on it and then all of a sudden the crack would go away and I never understood what was going on? I still don't. (laughs) I just realized, I'm like, do they fill it with some sort of liquid glass? Is the suction cup just so high-pressured that it can just heal glass? Or was it just some terrible special effect in an old commercial from the... I guess it was the 90s. All right, number two. I hear you talk about Bandcamp Fridays all the time, and of course, a lot of us partake. I wanted to know what your fan page URL is so I can follow you there, too. I couldn't find you. Mine is here, bandcamp.com slash zenfraser. Okay, I don't have one. Even though I do buy a lot of music on Bandcamp, I don't actually do it using my Beyond Synth email account. So I actually don't have a fan account. It actually uses, like, my personal email. I don't know why I did that, so that's why I've never set up a... Bandcamp account. Now, mind you, I suppose what I could do at some point is change the email account and then set up a Bandcamp fan page, and you can see all the stuff I bought. But I know it sounds weird, but because I sort of try to remain impartial as a music curator guy, like if you'll notice on my social media and all the things, like I never really pick favorites. I never talk about music I don't like. I mean, in the scene, anyways. And so I think my original thinking was when I was buying music that I didn't want people to know what I was buying as me. This is hard to articulate, but that's why I started buying music using my personal account. So sometimes I'll get emails from artists who recognize my name and go, hey, Andy, I saw you just purchased my thing or whatever. But for the most part, it's like I didn't want to buy it under the Beyond Synth name. And I can't quite articulate why. It's not a secret. I mean, I end up playing music on the show. All right, I'm going to give that some more thought, okay? But the point is that I do not have a Bandcamp fan page, but uh, I do partake in Bandcamp Fridays, and I do partake in uh, Bandcamp 
not on Fridays too. But for any of you people who don't know, um, Bandcamp started to. I think there's like one Friday a month where if you buy music on that day, all the money goes towards the artists, and Bandcamp doesn't take their five percent or whatever, ten percent. I don't know how much they take. That's a good time to buy music if you want more of the money to go towards the artists. And then Zen Fraser says, number three, comment. You might not read this until after you're done, so but just wanted to say best of luck on the move back to the city, getting resettled, and so on. And thank you for posting the in-between episodes with Julian and Marco. Well, this is another in-between episode. How about that? Uh, I really enjoy having the steady stream of Beyond Synth goodness. I listen to the show when I go walk my dog. It's been a staple part of my quarantine routine. Cheers, Zen Fraser. Well, cheers to you, buddy. Thanks for writing in, and maybe I'll play your song, but you're going to have to listen to the whole show because I got other tracks to play in the meantime. But uh, obviously, uh, thank you for your support, and you're a cool guy. Now let's listen to this track from Sebastian Svan from his album Galaxity, and uh, this is a neat one. It's called Arcturus. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Of course, there is City Hunter with the 42, and Hugh Hefner with the 2666. You guys and all your 2666s. Your 666s. 666. The Mark of the Beast. All right, let's listen to this. This is Sebastian Svan with Arcturus.
Alright, and that was Arcturus by Sebastian Sebastian <laughs> Sebastian Svan from the album Galaxity and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club we're talking about Clint Dowling Jimmy the Hutt Newmark, Alex Alex at Newmark well looky here looks like Newmark has upgraded his support That's right, Newmark is now in the $25 club. You are a cool guy, Newmark. In fact, Newmark also wrote me a letter, which I'll read in just a moment. Oh, I should point out that later when I talked to Dennis, um, we recorded this a few days ago. I was hoping to post this episode sooner, but uh, you know how it is when you're super busy. Dennis and I, I think we talk about PlayStation 5 for a moment, and I'm aware that uh, this episode will be posting on Monday. I'm actually recording it on Monday. (laughs) And, um... I know that the PlayStation event, I think, is in two days. So Marco and I talked last week and we're like, oh, they haven't released the prices. And of course, the Xbox price leaked. I think someone leaked the Xbox Series XS or what? (laughs) Can anyone keep track of the stupid Xbox names? Like the Xbox One, then there was the Xbox One X and Xbox One S. And now the new Xbox is called Xbox Series X S and X? It's like, it's very confusing. But anyway, so they released their price and there's this, uh, the thin model, the white one that looks like a speaker. And uh, I was watching a video where they're comparing the size of all the systems. And like the main Xbox, that thing is huge. That thing's a fucking monolith. But the other one is actually really tiny. It's like half of a PlayStation. And the price is reasonable. And I think they're even doing like payment plans. Did they do that for the last Xbox? I don't know. That sounds interesting to me. Like that you you pay a monthly fee, but that also gives you Xbox Game Pass, just the same way that we have like PlayStation Plus. An interesting uh, premise for sure. Treating like a video game console like a fucking cell phone. Anyway, the point is the fact that we've been talking the past few weeks about like, when are they going to release the prices? And of course, by the time the episode drops, like the prices are out and then we look like a bunch of bunch of fools. Anyways, uh, Newmark wrote me a letter. He says, hey, Andy, just upgraded my support. Well, thank you, Newmark. You're a cool guy. Uh, and would like to request you play an Alpha Chrome Yayo song. He is a genuinely good dude, and I really like his latest album, Skylight Sessions. If you could play... Play Broken Sleep of the Clockmaker or IO Rises, that would be awesome. Thanks, man, and keep up the great work. Also, just visited Toronto for the first time in a while. It's so nice up here in Canada, even if I can't really leave my hotel. <laughs> well, I hope you had a nice hotel or have a nice hotel. When did you send me this? Four days ago? Is it, well, maybe you're still here or maybe you're gone. Who knows? But uh, anyway, uh, thanks so much for uh, upgrading your support. You're a cool guy. And um, yeah, okay, fine. I'll play an Alpha Chrome Yayo song. I played that golf one a few weeks ago, didn't I? Here's uh, let's Let's do IO Rises. How about that? And I'll say it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 club. We said Alex Ellickson, right? He's a cool guy guy and then of course there's a star apart restless night say it was your birthday the other day happy birthday buddy a honey beard and tim carlton you guys are all awesome and now let's listen to Newmark's suggestion he says play io rises by alpha chrome yayo
And that was Alpha Chrome Yeo with IO Rises. And that's a neat one. Thanks to Newmark for suggesting. Did my voice just crack? Thanks for Newmark. Thanks for New. Thanks to Newmark for suggesting that track. And it was also brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. We're talking about Johnny Five, Kempson, Martin Larby, Gregorio Franco, Blake Peterson, and Ken Jeru. Ken Jeru. Of course, we'll be chatting with uh, Dennis LaFunk in just a little bit. And he's got uh, five cool tracks for you to listen to. Uh, what else did I read? They're doing a Prince of Persia HD remake. I guess Ubisoft had a fucking uh, thing <laughs> where they announced stuff. That's interesting. It's weird. Prince of Persia sort of disappeared as a franchise. It's weird when that happens, when like a franchise pops up, or I guess a game pops up, becomes a franchise one generation, and then they just kind of forget about it. Because I think there was one more Prince of Persia game that was on the PS3, but it didn't do well. What was the deal with that one? It had a different art style. But uh, I remembered when the first Prince of Persia came out, I mean, not the old Prince of Persia, like on the computer, but uh, the one on GameCube and uh, PS2, like that was a really neat game because that was the game that introduced like the rewind time mechanic. And it was a really cool thing. I remember not loving the sequels as much, but the first game I thought was really cool. It was really neat. So an HD remaster is fine, especially since there wasn't... I mean, when was the last Prince of Persia game? Like fucking... 10 years ago? I think people are complaining about the graphics, but, uh, I mean, I would just take, like, a regular HD remaster, but I think they're actually just remaking it. But for the people who've never played a Prince of Persia game before, I mean, like, that'll be cool for you. And what else did they say? Scott Pilgrim remaster. Now, Scott Pilgrim was a fun game. That was, like, a brawler that came out, uh, around the time of the movie, but it's... has the art style of the, the comic book. Although I love the idea... Like, I think it's, like, the complete edition, but I think they use the word remaster when talking about it, and the whole point of the game is it looks like a retro game. So, I don't know if you're allowed to use the word remaster in that case, because I think they took it off the store. This is the problem when you only buy digital, and then they can just sort of take things away. That's the only time I have a problem with it. You know when people complain when they take things off of Netflix or, uh, you know, other streaming services, and the the people complain? But it's like, but you don't really own it, because you're just paying a monthly fee to rent the thing. It's the same as, like, watching TV on cable or something. Like, you don't own the shows that are showing up on your TV. You're just paying your cable bill, and that's kind of what, like, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime is and stuff. But the thing that is frustrating is when you do own it. Like, when you buy the game, and then, let's say you buy a new console and want to transfer your purchases and stuff, and you literally can't, that's when it's a problem. I remember I had, like, Mortal Kombat Trilogy on my PS3, and, like, they just took that game away. Mind you, it wasn't really a great... I mean, who cares, again? Sometimes there's this point where it's like, dude, like, download an arcade emulator and the ROMs, it literally takes, like, 20 seconds, and then you have all the games, but, uh... Hey, man, you know the deal, man. And speaking of deals, let's, uh, let's listen to this fun track by Beverly Girl. So this is a fun kind of funky pop tune. If you like that sort of thing, uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Ashley Keegan with the 2049. And, fuck you. (laughs) And Bruce Spring Squeaks with the 1986. And the Buchelman sisters, Sarah and Rachel in the 1985 club. (laughs) You guys are awesome. And Murat with the 1984. You guys are pretty cool. So now let's listen to this uh, track from Beverly Girl. This is I'm Your Girl.
That was I'm Your Girl by Beverly Girl. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's uh, brought to you by my awesome, or was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $15 Club. We're talking about Prophet of Jupiter and Six Mill and Gus Velichek and Hampus ML and Chatterack. And uh, we'll be talking to Dennis in just a bit. Um, so I'm getting my stuff organized. The set is almost finished. Um, I'm hopefully going to start streaming maybe even this week, but it won't be like a proper show. I was thinking of just streaming just to get back into it and just remember the software again because it's been so long. So I'll go back to my Twitch and I have to update the Beyond Synth database. So, you know, if you go to beyondsynth.com, there's a database there that has all the artists I featured on the show and some artists I haven't, but it's also a good repository of knowledge if you're looking for artists in and around the synthwave scene. And uh, I haven't updated it in many months and so I was going to update it but since it's a lot of uh, you know 
kind of boring just uh, copy and paste work into an Excel spreadsheet, I thought maybe I would stream while I do it and you guys can see uh, the behind the scenes. So maybe I'll do that sometime this week. I think my kids go back to school and I have to take full advantage while they are at school because, you know, it'll just be like they'll go to school and then within like two days it'll be, well, there was a COVID outbreak and the kids got to go home again. And I do not know what I'm going to do in that situation because the past few weeks, the reason why I've been releasing these sort of shorter episodes is partly because I'm also doing 50 things at the same time and I get distracted, but because it is difficult to record the show with my family at home because I, <laughs> when we're in the city, I do not have a proper isolated sound studio. Like, I basically record in the living room. When the kids are home, they're in the living room, which makes it uh, difficult to record. It makes it impossible to stream because at any moment, right, I mean, like, I could just be streaming and then all of a sudden, if, you know, if my daughter, like, spills paint all over the table, I have to attend to it immediately. And, I mean, I know no one ultimately cares if I'm streaming and I have to, like, run away from the screen or whatever, but it bugs me, okay? And when things bug me, it's hard for me to get over those hurdles. Anyway, the point is this. Let's listen to another track and then we'll go uh, chat with Dennis, okay? So, what do we got? All right, how about this one? This is a nice kind of cinematic one. It kind of reminds me of those uh, John Carpenter uh, scores for his movies and stuff, so I dig this sound. I feel like recently I've been playing a lot more of like the synth pop kind of stuff, so I I do have a bunch of instrumental uh, tracks and stuff uh, to play as well. But uh, anyway, this is a cool one. It's by an artist called Unit Black Flight from the album Tracks from the Trailer. Uh, It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's Mads Baron Christensen, Retro Serenade, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Lane. And uh, and you'll dig this. This is Into the Zone by Unit Black Flight. Thank you. 
All right, and that was Unit Black Flight with Into the Zone. So that's a neat one. Hope you uh, enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, why don't we go uh, chat with Dennis? And maybe we'll uh, we'll thank some of the triple six donors uh, along the way. Because I am obviously very appreciative of you awesome people who uh, continue to support Beyond Synth. And uh, I'm glad that you do so that we can keep making it. Because that's the bottom line. All right, now let's go chat with Dennis LaFunk. All right, well, I'm here right now with Dennis LaFunk. How's it going, man? Hey, man, good to be back. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. What's been going on with you? <laughs> yeah, Corona, like with everyone, I think this 2020, you said it right, fuck this year, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a stupid time. How you been otherwise? When's the last time I talked to you? I think in June 2019, so last year. Okay, so it's been a whole exciting year. Yeah, 2019 was a very good year and now this came. But okay, hope never dies. There you go. <laughs> I like a positive attitude, man. That's what it's all about. If you want to survive, positivity is important. Yeah, man. That's been the theme of this show for the past few weeks. Yeah, I, that's very motivating, your show, always listening to it during this hard time. So thank you very much for the great music. You know, it's just there's so much content that I watch that is totally fueled by negativity. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these YouTube channels I watch and all they do is complain and talk about how shitty everything is. <laughs> and even if I feel those things, I still try and make a conscious effort to be like, all right, well, if I'm going to put something out in the world, I'm not going to put that out. It just makes other people, it riles them up and makes them anxious and angry and stuff. Yeah, Mr. Positivity. That's good. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm not Mr. Positivity. I can be full of dread and anxiety and all this stuff. I know everyone has a shitty day, but (laughs) I had it last day. I had also a shitty day, but today is a better day, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, basically what we're going to do is uh, I thought I'd have you come on, and um, I've been having people guest DJ, so I had a high five with Julian, and we did Keeping It 80s, and I thought I'd have you back, because if people don't know uh, who you are, you have uh, a SoundCloud page. I have a SoundCloud, yes. I I am running this show, Disco Fusion, and uh, I think Disco Fusion 80 is going to be my last one on SoundCloud, because I I will not have the pro account, so I will let it rest a little bit so I'm more focused on video editing. Well, how about this? Uh, You've got some songs for me to pick, so we'll keep talking. So why don't you uh, give me one of your picks here? Okay, let's start with uh, Franci and Flavio Bache featuring Felipe Romeo. The Journey. This is kind of a Warpro chill wave. These artists come from Brazil, so let's start the show with that. All right, man. I think I... (laughs) I emailed him, but then I forget what he said to me. Because I said, how do you say Frank? I think we said Frankie, and then he laughed at my pronunciation. Franci. I, I think it's it's Portuguese. So I, I, I used Google translation. So Flavio Bache. I think it's right. But I know him. So I know him. Uh, we'll, we chat. This is how I say it. I would say uh, Flavio Labar. But uh, maybe I'm doing that wrong. And uh, Labache. Yeah. So is that how it's said? Labache? Like that? Labache? Yeah. I put it in Portuguese, this name. Mm. And it said Flavio Labache. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll go with that because I remember I said 
How do you say Frankie? And I think he said it was with a K sound, but hold on here. Frankie. Okay. <laughs> but it could be also like Frank, like that. He didn't answer that part. Okay. But I'm looking through my messages now and I can't. Hold on. Let me check my mail. Mm-hmm. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Starts good. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I don't remember where I talked to him. So, because <laughs> I can't, I can't remember if it was SoundCloud or if it was my email or if it was uh, another thing. So, the bottom line is this: all right, <laughs> the first pick is uh, Frankie and Flavio Labache featuring uh, Felipe Romero. Felipe Romero uh, with the journey.
Right, and that was uh, Frankie and uh, Flavio. Yeah, I want you to do it again. <laughs> Featuring uh, Philip Romero, uh, and this is that was the journey, and that was uh, Dennis's first pick this week. That was, of course, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the Triple Six Club. We're going to thank the donation of the beast today. There is a stagger now. He put an umlaut over the A. A few weeks ago, I, I tried to pronounce it the proper way because I did Google Translate. And I said, unless he's one of those people who just puts an umlaut over the A to be cool. And then he messaged me and said that's exactly what it is. So it is actually just stagger. And he just put the umlauts up there because it looks cool. And then, of course, there's Big Baby D, Andrew, Evan Allen, Christian Coelho, and Schneedle Woods. So thank you, uh, awesome Donation of the Beast uh, supporters. And I'm back here with uh, Dennis LaFun. Yes. I have a question. So, if the SoundCloud thing runs out, the pro account, uh, my mix is gonna disappear till I uh, renew it. Okay, so they still keep them, like it's still stored online. It's just you can't access them. Yes, it's stored in this virtual uh, drive, I think. But they won't disappear. Uh, they just hide them. I googled it. So. So then, in lieu of uh, doing mixes, you said you were doing like some video edits. Yeah, I, I'm very active on my Facebook page, Denis Lafunk Music. It's my Facebook page. So I uh, upload video edits like I use a Asian movie like with neon aesthetics and I put a synth wave or a chill wave song. So it's kind of fun to do that. What, what songs have you done? The Midnight, uh, Le Cassette, uh, many, many of them. So I do the songs and I, I put together a video how I imagine their songs. So many people like it on my Facebook page. So let people check out and then tell me if it's good or not. Wait, so do you just post it directly to Facebook? Like, do you have a YouTube page or do you just... Uh, I upload it in, on Facebook, but uh, it gets more views on Facebook and not so many on YouTube. I also upload it on YouTube. Yeah, fair enough. I can't... Uh, this new Facebook layout is uh, confusing to me. Yes, it's little, but YouTube, uh, the algorithm is kind of fucked up, man. People don't see my posts, so I keep it Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's just so much stuff. I mean, like, there is the algorithm, but for me, it's just you just got to do stuff for the love of making things because my youtube videos i'll put in so much <laughs> so much work into like this thing and then like 10 people watch it you get good likes so you get 50 30 likes so but you know there's always more <laughs> well i wish i mean like I, I don't know how to break through i feel like i gotta complain you need to find some famous artists that's the point <laughs> yeah 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 maybe i can just make a fake interview like just take an interview that's already been done yeah, and then take me Puff Daddy or, or LL Coochie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Puff Daddy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hip-hop artists. Go synthwave hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucked up, man. YouTube is fucked up. Yeah, no, it's a it's a silly place. Well, they're all... All social media sucks. Yeah, I try to keep away from social media, but, you know, you can't. Just can't. It's, it's my free time. <laughs> it's tough because there's just so much trash out there that's just designed to fucking make you mad, so... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it works. It, like, it makes me mad, so, I mean, it's doing its job, but it's a stupid job. <laughs> yes. But a good job is playing awesome music. So uh, you got another track for me? Uh, here comes a very special one because this guy is my idol. So this song is everything I represent in life. This is the most important song in my life. Uh, it's life like adventure.
right, and that was Lifelike with the track Adventure. And uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, the Donation of the Beast, the Triple Six. We're talking about Ivan and Thomas Berg and Optimus Syme and Akio Nakasone and David Lavalle and Electromechanic. And uh, I'm back here with Dennis LaFunk. So you're saying this track by Lifelike is your... Uh your favorite song? Yeah, this is the one. It's from 2005. This is the first time I heard uh, in my life since in songs. Mm. He's so inspiring for me. He's still doing it. He's doing this uh, new Italo disco, new disco, but with the synth. You you can hear the synth at the start of the track. It's so amazing. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, no, he's a super talented dude. I should have him on the show sometime if he'll uh, come on. Yeah, yeah, I told you on Twitter, but yeah, he's it's very very tough to talk with his manager because I wanted to him to be a guest on my birthday, but man, it's very hard. He's, he's a busy guy. Well. I do love <laughs> dealing with people's managers. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, always the manager, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you been doing? You been uh, playing any games or anything? Oh, man, this fucking game, man. The Messenger. Oh, shit, man. I died like 700 times, but I finished. It's a retro game, like Castlevania, Metrovania game. Did you play it? Yeah, but I didn't. I got to the part where... You beat what you think is the last boss, but then it goes to this thing where then you go back through the game and it becomes like you're collecting stuff. Uh-huh. 16 to 8-bit, you can switch it. Yeah, so I'm at that part, and then I kind of just stopped playing. That was like last year. I, I really liked it, though. It's, it's The music is fantastic, man. It's full retro. Yeah, it's like a labyrinth, but you need to find the next boss, the butterfly, the moth fly, I think. And then uh, it, it progresses, but it takes some time, man. It took me a while, so I'm very proud of it finished it it's funny because i don't often like those kind of games that are really tough like i'm not a big fan of Mega Man or games like that where they're a little too hard Mm -hmm. but the messenger i found i died a lot but i still wanted to continue there was just something about the game that made me want to keep playing mind you i mean i say that and i stopped playing but i mean like i did get to the part where it turned 16 bit and then i beat the boss Mm -hmm. there's a part where you do have to do like a fetch quest isn't there where you have to like collect like some diamonds or something to proceed no, you, you don't need to collect these green diamonds. So I, I didn't collect them all. So that's nothing to do. The the important thing, you need to switch to 8-bit and find the doors to the secret messages. Okay, maybe that's what it was. It was I knew there was some sort of thing where the game felt like it was over and then they want you to go back and, and discover something. So I couldn't remember if it was an object or a place yes, or whatever. That, that's it. So it's objects, many objects. But in riddles. So you, sometimes I needed to watch a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I would do without those walkthroughs and stuff sometimes when I get into a game. Yeah. The worst mission, I think, is what you are in the dark and you need to remember the steps. <laughs> so I watched the video what the guy did because I didn't have the lighter. Because I was playing Hollow Knight and there's also levels like that in Hollow Knight where it's... Uh, is Hollow Knight good or is it too hard? No, I, I think it's good. It is tough. Okay, but it's it's manageable. So No, I think it's really good. Like definitely style looks great, sounds great. Just like Metroidvania style, you know, you get new powers, go back. And... Yeah, I'm looking for a Metroidvania style games. So I'm, I know in this genre. Yeah, it is really good, but I haven't beat that one either. <laughs> I, I didn't play it for a while and then I was playing it on the Switch and my my left Joy-Con started to do the drift and so I got fed up with playing games where I needed the joystick. Although now that I say that, I don't think you need the joystick for that game, so maybe I'm full of shit. How about this? How about you play me a song? Hey, let's, play, <laughs> let's play a song. Let's, let's go by your standard show. So we go with synth pop. 
It's a Danish band called uh, Neon Capital. It's 1985. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year 1985. was Neon Capital with the track 1985, Dennis's third pick this week. And uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the Triple Six Club. We're talking about Rama Branch. Rama Branch? Who knows? Cat Punk, Night Ride FM, Owen Magali, Caffeinated Pixels, and Newmark. You guys are pretty cool and devilish guys. And I'm back here with Dennis LaFunk, uh, just playing some cool 
tunes. Yeah, I love those sexes, man. I'm so obsessed with these sex sounds. So uh, since the midnight, <laughs> uh, man, I love it. <laughs> I just like hearing you say that with your accent. Sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's for 1985. So the song called 1985. So I'm also born in 1985. So why not pick it? It's it's a good song. Yeah, man. So what else has been going on? You're playing the messenger. Did you did you have a chance to play? Because there was one game I was going to get for PlayStation. And I didn't because mm-hmm. I've just been so busy. Well, the the samurai one, uh, Ghosts of Shishima. Yeah, I finished it. Almost platinum. But I I need to grind it two hours, I think. Then I have the platinum. Okay. How was that game? Oh, man. It's everything I wanted to be. So it's it's like, you know, the Akira Kurosawa movies? Yeah, yeah. The old samurai. It's the same vibe. It's this beautiful aesthetic graphics. I think the best graphics that uh, PlayStation 4 put out. It's worth it, man. Yeah, I know I ask this to every single person who has a PlayStation for um how's your fan is it loud no mine's still good because i bought it uh, three years ago it's 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 new so it's not that bad i wonder if it has something to do with like the model numbers because i mean i have a playstation pro and i don't think mine is three years old is it but you see i don't have a pro i have just the normal i wonder if the pro is louder i never bothered to research that maybe (laughs) and what do you think about the playstation 5 i don't know i was talking to marco about this it's the cost that i'm curious about i won't buy it till 2021 end of year because it will cost and there won't be enough good games for it so better wait yeah i say that every time and then if i happen to have some spare money when the system comes out like i remember the wii Mm -hmm. i didn't line up overnight i took a gamble i went there at like seven in the morning or something to see and then there was this lineup outside of best buy and someone they had friends waiting in another line at like a walmart and they got the wii so then they left the line which left one space that i could join so that i could get a wii like that day and then ever since then i always say i'm never gonna buy a system on day one and then i bought the wii u on day one (laughs) i got the playstation 4 on day one and then it always has the same problem exactly like there's one game maybe when the playstation 4 came out it, like infamous was a good game but i plowed through it and beat it in like you know two or three weeks mm-hmm. and then there kind of wasn't uh, a really great game for a while yes you know i i'm waiting for one game uh, one game i <laughs> i don't know uh, when it's going out the horizon forbidden west the new one so i i really love it the first i played it's it's amazing man yeah the trailer looked cool i still haven't played that game i still i have a funny feeling at some point it will be a playstation plus free game because mm-hmm. like you know those sony exclusives it's like if you look at the playstation store half the time god of war is on sale for you know like 11 dollars or 14 dollars or something so i'm like mm-hmm. for sure that'll be a free game at some point and so will horizon because it's always on sale for 10 dollars. i think it's, it's 10 dollars. it's very little now this week yeah so that's the thing so whenever uh there's games that are that cheap i just go ah I know it's going to be free at some point. And it's good. It's it's long game, so... That's the exciting thing. There's still so many games that I haven't played that I know are going to take a lot of time to beat. So we'll see. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. And especially if the PlayStation 5 comes out and it's like $700 Canadian, like I'm not buying it. Mm. That's it. So we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see, man. I kind of want to play Cyberpunk and I kind of want to play it on a next-gen console. So I think that's what I'll do. So if they say like, oh, you can upgrade Cyberpunk in, you know, April or something, then maybe I'll get the system then 
You know, unless they say Cyberpunk is like a day one, you can get it on PlayStation 5, and then maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah, those games. <laughs> I know. I talk tough, but then, you know, all of a sudden, like, I'll change my mind at the last minute, but we'll see. But uh, hey, man, you got another uh, song for me or what? Yeah, I have a song, A W I T W. Another tomorrow. Uh, it's out on Sinspiria Records. Yeah, check it out. It's good.
Wright, and that was A-W-I-T-W with Another Tomorrow. I believe that stands for A Walk in the Woods. I've never had that confirmed. I think that's what it is. Anyways, look, that was Dennis's fourth pick this week, a cool song, and it was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the Triple Six Club. We're talking about a bashed pudding, Dobrotech, Dalton Bell, Replicant 69, Trippy Artificial, and Philip Back. You guys are pretty cool, devilish guys, and I'm back here with Dennis, just uh, playing some cool tunes. Yeah, playing some pretty good tunes because this time I picked the good tunes. Last time I was in hurry, so these five picks are very good. (laughs) (laughs) No, your picks were good last time. I'm very critical about myself, so... Yeah, I think what I like is when I have people come in to sort of give their picks, they they will pick different songs than I would. You know, when you were on the show last time, you were definitely playing stuff that I wouldn't have uh, come across myself, because when I search, I have sort of like specific kind of search words and stuff. Yeah, more disco, yeah. This time it's more synthwave because you will notice when uh, the people go on my SoundCloud page, I change a little bit from this future funk French house to the little bit Italo discotheque, Italo discotheque and some synthwave. So I put out some synthwave mixtapes and people were amazed by them. I don't know why they like my synthwave mixtapes. How many mixes are you allowed to have on there if you have a free account? Three hours, so three mixes. So then will it keep up your last three? The last three will stay. We'll, we'll see. I, I need I need to get that money and then we will start again. I will still release mixtapes, so no, I will not upload it on SoundCloud. The only mixtapes I'm going to upload on SoundCloud are the synthwave ones. But just Disco Fusion, it's going to only be on DIFM. I'm with uh, Nilo uh, Music and they are supporting my music and I always do residency for their show, Welcome to the Weekend. It's all on DIFM. Well, that's cool. So then what else is going on, man? You got any cool plans? You've been hanging out, learning to cook? Oh uh, Yeah, I'm learning to cook, man. Hey, I am very good in Asian cooking. Man, I discovered during the quarantine, eh, I can cook curry, miso noodles, ramen, uh, barbecue stuff. Yeah, and then I sometimes post it on uh, Instagram. <laughs> well, it's good to uh, acquire some skills. You got to make use of the time if you're just hanging out inside. Yeah, I'm going also a little bit running, a little bit uh, like keep me busy, you know, because uh, the work situation is here very hard because the corona is still crushing us. It's going to be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as long as you can uh, work on yourself. Yeah. That's the bottom line. If you can't go to work, then going for runs and stuff. I, I got to get into shape and do some more that kind of stuff. It's just my apartment is still a mess. So mm-hmm. there's so many things to so many things to do first. Yeah, summer 2021 going to be a Nice one, I think. Yeah, I hope so. We're gonna go parties again, and I will go again to Asia, I hope, so I can dream. (laughs) Yeah, where where are you planning on uh, visiting? So I was thinking of uh, Vietnam or Indonesia, Bali. God, I, I went to Bali, but that was a long time ago. You went uh, arts on Thailand and Bali. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember if I remember Bali. Was Bali the one that has the James Bond islands? No, that was Thailand. They ha- had the James Bond islands where I was. And what the fuck was in Bali? I remember I went to a place called Koh Samui. Was that? Was that? Koi, uh, that's Thailand. That's man. That's Thailand. Koh Samui. I think I was in Thailand the longest, but then it's also bigger than the other places. Yeah, that's uh, many, many little uh, islands. 
Indonesia. So it's cool. They, they have waterfalls. They have Buddha statue. I'm really interested in Buddhism, so that's why I, I'm going in this parts of the world. Well, there's definitely lots of Buddha statues. Remember seeing the Golden Buddha? Wait, that was in Thailand, wasn't it? Uh, the Golden, I think it's in Bangkok. I didn't see it because I was I was in uh, Pattaya. I, I kept a journal when I went on that trip, so I got to go back and look at it and see if I can jog my memory because <laughs> we uh, we went all over the place. Anyway, man, well, look, how about this? Give me your uh, give me your pick of the week. The pick of the week is yeah, it's it's on Modbal Records. It's from Franz Kala. He's from Germany and he did a, a disc edit from a Italo disco classic from 1985. It's called Between the Sheets. Follow me, Sacha. Franca Scal Edit.
right, and that was Between the Sheets with Following Sasha, the Franz Scala edit. And that was uh, Dennis's pick of the week. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the Triple Six Club, the Mark of the Beast. We're talking about Luke Timmermans, Alexandro Samaras, Zayon B, Tomasz Szymanek, Pooh in an Alleyway, Lolshka, Joe Ozone, Ross Pentland, Zyko Rax, and we'll end it off with uh, the Polar Wildcat Studios with the 617. And I'm back here with Dennis LaFunk. Uh, he just picked some cool songs for you to listen to and now we'll send him on his way do you have any like uh, cool plans or anything or you I just chill I watch movies I watch I watch this Mulan Mulan the new it was good man it was surprisingly good everybody's shitting about this movie but <laughs> you know I don't mix politics with movies so it was good it's worth a watch you, you like that like, you like I mean I guess I was about to say you like Asian cinema and then talk about Mulan which is a Disney film but I mean like ordinarily man I watch about 300 Asian movies this year so <laughs> I'm full in Asian mode <laughs> was that inspiring the cooking then yeah you know the culture I have Asian tattoos on me I love this culture the honor the samurais the action the old school Hong Kong action movies yeah it's it's beautiful did you ever play Sleeping Dogs yes yeah I played it on the PC that's a cool game it's like GTA but with Kung Fu yeah it's neat because you know there's so many open world city games that try and be like Grand Theft Auto but I think Sleeping dogs is like the best one i've played in terms of the city was interesting because it was like a sort of hong kong type city so like the architecture was different like it really felt like a different place playing it like all other gta clones like they're never as polished as gta is it's like saints row i think yeah 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 well saints row they went the way of making their game super goofy because you just can't compete with grand theft auto on like a quality level like fortnite man same like Fortnite. <laughs> no, fucking Fortnite. Yeah, that game's fucking trash. Anyways, man, look, listen, it was uh, it was lovely to uh, chat with you. I hope you have uh, a good week and uh, do good things and learn to cook some more meals. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Thanks for the opportunity and uh, for the Beyond Synth listeners. Uh, hope they like. When they bored, go to my SoundCloud page, listen to some cool music, so... That's it. So what's the SoundCloud address again? Dennis LaFunk SoundCloud and uh, Facebook is Dennis LaFunk Music. Dennis LaFunk Music. All right, everybody. We'll go check out uh, Dennis LaFunk and uh, you have uh, a lovely day, man. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, and that was my chat with Dennis LaFunk. I hope you enjoyed his picks. Uh, he's a cool guy, and uh, it's nice to uh, get some different perspectives on tracks to play. Although, to be honest with you, I did like everything he played. So, you know, sometimes when I say that sentence, like, it's good to have people come on and give different points of view. It's like I'm saying I don't like the choices they made, but I usually like the choices they make. Like, when Marco picks songs and stuff, it's just that other people focus in different areas. Like, I have noticed lately I have been more drawn to synth pop with clean production values and stuff. Like, that seems to be the sound that I've been sort of uh, gravitating towards. And so it's nice when someone comes in and goes like, oh, like they just have a whole bunch of instrumental and cinematic tracks or disco-y tracks or whatever, you know? And then also, too, like I go through different phases as well. Anyways, listen, thanks for listening to the show. If the kids' school schedule holds true, uh, maybe next week's show will be back to uh, back to normal. Uh, I have started reaching out to people to record new uh, conversations and stuff, so uh, I mean, musicians, so hopefully that uh, works out the way 
way that it works out, man. And uh, hey, Zen Fraser, for you, how about we listen to that song you wanted? Wait, so is Terra Genesis Peter Zimmerman? Uh, who knows? Anyways, let's listen uh, to the track. So this was uh, Zen Fraser wanted me to play this, and uh, I listened to it, and I think it's cool. So I'm fine with playing it. How about that? Everybody wins. This is Terra Genesis from the album Aurorium, and this track is called Symphony 32X.
All right, and that was Symphony 32X by Terra Genesis, and uh, which may be Peter Zimmerman. I'm not 100% clear on that. It's on Peter Zimmerman's Bandcamp. Unless Terra Genesis is a friend of his, or if Terra Genesis is an alter ego. Anyways, listen, thanks for listening to the show. I know I've sort of said goodbye twice here, but to be honest with you, I forgot I was supposed to play that song. And uh, you guys have a lovely week, and I will talk to you next time. And if you want to, stay tuned to my social media because I might do a stream maybe uh, Thursday or Friday. Um, it'll probably be really boring because it's going to be me updating the Beyond Synth database, but if you just miss watching a stream, then it'll be a stream to watch. And that's uh, all I got to say. So, uh, bye. Thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time...